At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Merkel Media. Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds with your host, Sean Chris. Joel Thomas got some balloon in his scopes. Oh, oh shit. Is it from China? Oh, did Hunter Biden bring it over? No, no, it's not. It's Sean Fetterman's head. It's his head. Brat, brat, brat. Bam, you got it, man. I think you got the balloon, man. You you saved the day, man. So everybody's all on Fox News. Like, don't worry about it. You guys can stop with all that fucking nonstop 24-hour, 24-7 coverage of a damn balloon. Reminds me of that little, remember, remember Balloon Boy? <laughs> He's back! Yo, man. He's all grown up. Crazy. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. Some of the memes have just been hilarious. Fire. Fire memes. The, but... the best one is the one that says, ha, uh, Eric, Eric, happy Valentine's Day from Fang Fang. That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. What is up, y'all? Uh, before we jump into the episode, don't forget to go sign up on Kill the Mockingbirds podcast and become a subscriber or Patreon. We got a new episode coming out. And, you know, like we've been telling you guys, appreciate all the love we've been getting. Keep giving us those five-star ratings and leave a little comment. You know, we, we really appreciate that. It's going fire lately. We're getting a lot, a lot of motherfuckers that are really feeling the shit, so we appreciate y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going with the five-star reviews. On Spotify, you can't leave a review there, but a lot of our listeners use Apple, so it'd be real dope if you give us a five-star review and a comment, because the comments always make us laugh, especially when they're real funny, so definitely do that, and if they're real funny, we'll probably say something about them on here. Also, go to change.org, bring my baby back into office, bring back Saki Bomb, great comments again. We'll get shouted out on this show. Uh, we're ready to go, bro. Like, I'm ready to get loose on this BS that's been coming on the pipe this past week. Let's uh, set it up with, I know this is a little bit, not old, old, but this has been the hot topic for the f- past few weeks. And since it's uh, close to Super Bowl weekend, let's play a little bit of DeMar Hamlin. I can't tell you how 
appreciative I am of all the love, all the support, and everything that's just been coming in my way. What happened to me on Monday Night Football, I feel is a direct example of God using me as a vessel to share my passion and my love directly from my heart uh, with the entire world. And I'm able to give it back to kids and communities all across the world uh, who need it the most. And that's always been my dream. That's always been what I stood for and what I'll continue to stand for. Now, when I heard this, it made me think of you right away, Joel, because he said, like, you know, God put me in this position and this and that, right? And then it made me think of you where you're always like, well, what God, are, what are they talking about when they say God? You know what I mean? Because I'm not under, I'm not into the belief that he's a clone. I believe it's a, it's a, it's a body double because you know me, I, I always play devil's advocate. I always try to push back. And I'm like, bro, there is no tattoos. I look through numerous pictures where he has tattoos on both arms. And he has, because people are like, oh, the picture's inverted, this and that. It's on his other arm. I'm like, well, what explains the two arms have tattoos? Like, there should be, like, no matter inverted or not, we should have seen tattoos. Plain and simple. Yeah. And I know at the end of the video, when he puts the hands up, the tattoos are seen. People keep talking about that. But it's very easy to uh, video edit when something's right in front of the camera like that. It's very easy to do. What you can't do is when somebody's at a weird angle, like from the back or they're moving to the side. And that was where people caught there weren't any tattoos. So I'm kind of like you. I'm more on the belief that it's a body double with some sort of deep fake. I think they use some sort of deep mm -hmm. fake technology over his face. Maybe they CGI tattoos. Maybe, maybe, uh, they did something, you know, when his hands came up like that, uh, it was digitally altered. That's the only thing I can think of because the tattoos weren't shown from the back. Now, What's crazy is that post that I put up on Instagram got flagged today, got flagged <laughs> like, bro, are you kidding me right now? So it had to be a shit ton of people that are so butt cheeks tight over Hamlin. They're just worshiping this guy again, back to the idolization, worshiping this guy. Reporting this, reporting this. So then we get hit with a fact check. The best part about the fact check is they don't even tell you what's wrong with it. They were just basically like, well, it literally said almost verbatim that conspiracy theorists think he wasn't there. And that's it. And I'm like, you didn't explain why this is wrong. Like, it's it's so crazy to me, man. Like, and we know how social media is. I'm just flying off because I feel like it today on this shit because people were jumping in the comments like, oh, it's it's you guys are something else trying to this man lost <laughs> God and he's trying to show he's trying to be there for everybody. Look at the kids. I'm like, yeah, man, what? Look at the kids. That's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm hoping they don't get their blood drank tonight. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, because, like, we got, like, you know, death threats or they're going to beat us up and this and that. I always think those are hilarious, man, when people get onto oh, that God, level because yeah. they're so mad. They don't even know us. They don't follow us, uh, you know, just because the post blows up. They want to, you know, be superheroes. <laughs> and I'm like, man, most of these people don't even watch football. They don't even know anything about it. But now all of a sudden, Damar Hamlin, and they don't even realize why they love Damar Hamlin so much. And to me, I just really feel like um, – and that's just my personal opinion, like, you know, is that I don't think he made it off that field. And I think they're saving face. And I think it had to do with the jabbity jab, man. I just really think that's <laughs> really what happened if, right. at the end of the day. 
We'll know if he's playing football again or not. And even then, yep. now, now, if he's playing football again, then maybe we can start talking clone. Maybe we can start talking clone then. But see, in that time, like, they could switch it up. Like, I don't think there's a, it, like, I know there's uh, clone technology, but I think that it would be too soon. But shit, by September? That's a different story. I, and plus, we don't know how long it takes, you know, to to actually get a clone. And we don't, we don't know how much advanced they are with clones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We only know that bit of information that we've digging up. And we know it's possible. We know they can do it. We just don't know how long it takes and what the actual process is. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. I just thought it was a story that we should just touch on a little bit because so many people have been fired up. And my thing is, like, clone, not clone, real, not real. That's really the the byproduct of like who cares like if that's real or not the mm. thing to me is like what happened is definitely being uh overshadowed try to overshadow the actual thing which is i believe has to do with the jab because i don't think that's what happened to him but you know it is what it is i, I just wanted to touch it because so many people are getting their butt cheeks tight and all pissed off and getting in our dms like i mean not all not our supporters but like you know what i mean the, these <laughs> random lurkers that are just like i can't believe i can't believe what the fuck do you care the bro? ones that are like, like <laughs> answer me i'm gonna keep po- i'm gonna keep sending you dms till you answer me answer me and then yeah. they start calling you a myriad of just nasty awful names oh, i'm like yeah, bro yeah, yeah. like Again, back to the idolization, bro. I never get mad if somebody talks bad about somebody that I like that I don't know ever. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter, man. Who cares? Like you, you don't could be know. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, right. yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's just a hilarious thing that I thought that, like, you know. Hopefully one of those people uh, uh, gets so mad that they feel like they need to uh, jump on the podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen to it. Maybe they'll get a. They'll, they'll be like, that was me. I was the one. I'm like, all right, cool. Wait, hey, <laughs> hey, maybe they'll end up on the show like old girl from last week. <laughs> yeah, man, you can easily get get up. Come on, man, we're gonna take you. If you get in the DMs and you say some bullshit, we're gonna easily air you out, man. Don't 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 get on that level, man. <laughs> Better calm it down. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, I know this is another story because, like, you know, we do so much stuff. And since we work and stuff, we don't always get the time to uh, peel back the stories. And we touched on this weeks ago as well. And I thought uh, we should jump back into it a little bit with the whole Nancy Pelosi, you know, the the actual footage, the, the, the body cam came mm. out with yep. her and her husband. And first of all, <laughs> man, that shit seems so fucking staged and fake. Like when you see them going and then he's like, hey, guys. Uh, uh, what are you guys doing? And then, like, all of a sudden, then the guy's like looks at the cop and is like, hit him, hit him. Like, like it looked cute. You know what I mean, bro? That's what I saw. Listen, anybody that's been listening to the show long enough knows I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. I love it. And if you wonder why it's fake, and they tell you it's fake, they're not wondering. I'm in it. I'm in it for the story. I'm in it because it's fake. They're not lying to me. I, I, I could enjoy it. They're not like the rest of these sports entertainment that's out there that's lying to us, sucking our dollars dry. So anyway, when I saw him turn around and look at Buddy and he like hit him with the first off, you don't actually see it connect because it does he does it behind the door. So if you yep. notice when he goes to hit him, he also puts his hand other hand with it that's a pro wrestling technique whenever they go to hit they'll put the other hand there it'll soften it and they can make a sound like it sounds like it's being hit the way he hit him the body cam 
I was looking directly through like the opening of the door that was open. The hit yeah. happened off camera. So you never saw the hit. Like it was just barely off camera. And then the cop runs around as the bodies are dropping. And was that Pelosi like snoring? There was like a whole snoring <laughs> thing. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was and he so was all weird, like laid bro. out all crooked. I'm like, dude, this is the most staged fake thing I have ever seen. It is crazy. <laughs> And the 9-11 tape was the nine one one uh uh call was so <sighs> out of this world too. Like he's like, Yeah, you know, I'm just I got this guy here. He's waiting for my wife. I think he wants to kill her or something. I'm not really sure. Just chill. do do you want us to send something? Ah, I mean, nah, it's good. Like, and I and I know people are like, Well, you know, he's panicked. He's trying bro, you could easily call nine one one and be talking to that guy and have the phone and you're not on the phone, you know, you just have it, you know, dialing and they're gonna come. Like if you don't say anything, they're just gonna show up. The guy took like what do they say, sixteen shots at the window to break it in this high prestige area. That like if I or you are just walking around, they're gonna be like, "Hey, what are you doing over here?" You're gonna get, "Hey, uh, we gotta," you know what I mean? Right away, nobody heard him breaking the window. He was in there for who knows how long. Listen, and the thing was, Pelosi didn't even say it was a guy. He said, "I have a human in here." What are you then? What is what is he then? If that if he's got a human in there, like what are you? AI lizard person? Nephilim? What are you? Like, this is what I'm talking about. He literally said human. If anybody could go check this out, it's it's hilarious. That was the thing that I took away from it. He was like, I've got a human in here. And uh He's looking for my wife. (laughs) This is how he's talking. Like he's all like, like, are you okay? He's like, Oh yeah, I'm just fine. They're like, do you need anybody to come out there? It's like, no, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I'm like, bro, this is the weirdest thing ever. And then the fakest body cam thing ever, bro. How long did it take for them to release the footage? It's almost like they went back and shot it later because they were like, we don't want to, we, we got to show that this is a QAnon, which they leaned in heavy with on all the news stories again. He's a big Q supporter. He's a big Trump supporter. And even though he really was like found out to be a socialist and that you right. know, he lived in a van, he was real hippie ish. And and it, the vamp, actually, he has there's like not a lot of people are playing this a few like, you know, podcasts. And, and it was a local report in San Francisco with KTV uh, U that they had a little interview with the pap. And then I'm going to play a little bit of it. And. I think you're right. Like they even had him play this role even more where he's like playing that part of like, yeah, I'm this crazy conspiracy guy that like, you know, is against the system and, and I'm trying to kill lizard people, which there probably are lizard people. I'm not going to lie. If you're going to say anybody's a lizard person, Nancy Pelosi's uh, one of the, <laughs> the perfect people. Okay. So what's, what, what do you want to say? Cause they release, as you know, they released the video earlier today. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. What What did you want? Thank you for calling me. What did you want? What did you want to tell me? Um, now that you all have seen the body cam footage, I have an important message for everyone in America. You're welcome. Freedom, uh, uh, liberty, isn't dying. It's being killed systematically and deliberately. The people killing it have names and addresses. So I got their names and addresses so I could pay them a little visit and have a heart-to-heart chat about their bad behavior. The tree of liberty needs watering. You need men of valor, patriots willing to put their own lives on the line to stand in opposition to tyranny. I would also like to apologize. 
I want to apologize to everyone. I messed up. What I did was really bad. I'm so sorry. I didn't get more. Of <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I didn't get more of them. And, and the audio is a little bad because he's like probably on a jailhouse phone and everything, or allegedly, which I don't believe that he's even in jail. But he hit all the, like he talked about the Tree of Liberty and you know how it's from time to time and you know it needs to be a patriot. And it's like weird because it's like, why would he use verbiage of a patriot at all? And then later on in that, you know, he talks about how, um, he had a website and had all the truth on it and they shut him down. So I was like, well, yeah, they're definitely trying to paint. And it, it, and they use Q and QAnon people as like that, like poster child, but it's really an attack on anybody that's questioning authority. If you're questioning authority, they want, they want to put you in this, this category of that you're, you're the, the vamp or the vamp or whatever. And it's just like, it's crazy. And is it, isn't the guy the vamp? Isn't like that the guy from workaholics? <laughs> <laughs> Adam the Vamp. <laughs> it, it, it's it's nuts, but really to me it's real fake, and that's all I got to say about it. That's all I wanted to touch on it, just to say like it's bogus. I think you hit it perfectly. It's it's wrestling, man. The way they did it, it was orchestrated, and that that's what it is. And they want us to all look like nuts. Other stories that I thought weren't touched on a lot that was pretty interesting to me that is another thing that that maybe we got to keep on our radar to see if we see more of this on january 27th the who updated critical medicine list for radio radiolog ah radiological radiological and nuclear emergencies radiological yeah. There you go. See, he got it, man. That's why there's two of us, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the World Health Organization today updated a list of medicines that should be stockpiled for radiological and nuclear emergencies, along with policy advice for their appropriate management. So they're talking about in this whole article about, like, basically, if a nuclear bomb is set off in the heart of this whole Ukraine, Russia bullshit, they're letting this off. And then... We get this from Australia. Somewhere along its 1,400-kilometre journey across Western Australia, this tiny capsule disappeared. It had been packed by a, a specialised team. But somehow got out of its packaging and fell out of a small hole in the truck left by a loose bolt. If somebody were to discover it somewhere along the route, we are very keen that they do not handle it. The GPS shows us um, where the truck stopped, where it was overnight, and the rest stops. So they'll be checked um, on foot, more, more detailed, and the main road in between uh, using the specialist equipment that'll come. The capsule was packaged near Newman on the 10th of January and left the mine site between the 11th and the 14th. The package arrived in Perth on the 16th, unloaded and stored at a secured site. On January 25th, it was unpacked for inspection and it was discovered the capsule was missing. The hazard management agency was informed that evening. Highly unusual. <laughs> It's left my head in a bit of a spin. This radiation safety expert says the way the capsule was lost is bizarre. Typically, they're transported in highly protected casings. The housing is subjected to rigorous testing for vibrations, heat, uh, high impact. In a statement, Rio Tinto says the capsule was being transported by a contractor and it's working with authorities to assist in the search. The diameter of this five-cent coin is more than three times the size of the missing radioactive capsule. And with such a vast expanse for authorities to cover, they've warned there is a possibility it might never be found.
So it might never be found. And the day, like a couple of days after the WHO releases that report, <laughs> all of a sudden, this radioactive capsule that was in a package, but somehow fell out of the package, that everybody's like, this makes no sense. Like, they don't even know how it can happen. Happened. And, and I thought it was hilarious. And, and that's something I think we got to look out for with the whole Ukraine-Russia talk. I think they're trying to, like, plant that seed into our brain of like, hey, man, nuclear war, man. And they don't realize <laughs> yeah, that you nukes know, there's are fake a few gay. things, though, from that you know what whole, I mean? you know, who uh, <laughs> update on the critical medicines. One of the things I kind of took from it, too, is that they're trying to stockpile this medication for dispersal. So one of the things I thought about is, okay, if you're trying to stockpile it, well, then you have the lease on people's lives at that point. So what happens if there's some sort of radioactive activity and this medication does help well what do you have to do to get it are they just gonna give it to you willingly i just don't think the who operates like that not after what we've seen the past three years so to me it's it's like what are you Mm -mm. going to demand of people if they need this medication and what did you start to make them need the medication how many times have they done that with a million other things it's like you said this whole like losing the package. Well, that's probably just a story that they threw out there. So then when something happens, ramps up with some sort of radiation that they actually legitimately release to start something, well, they'd be like, oh, it's that package we couldn't find. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't remember that, guys? It, that's I'm totally. It's like a movie, man. There's been plenty of movies. Uh, a couple of people I heard pointed out too. They were talking about it's kind of like the movie Broken Arrow because you know how they're in the desert and they're like John Travolta and Chris, <laughs> Christian Slater, which you haven't heard that name in a long time. You know what I mean? They were like trying to steal a nuke. Like uh, they had a hidden like nuke that was from a uh, I think some kind of aircraft carrier or aircraft some sort, and then they were gonna use it and sell it to somebody. It's just all bullshit, man. It's And I think it's like just to anticipate more things that are going to happen and make us feel like, oh, man, you got to be scared, man. Now, man, you got viruses, you got, you know, this nuclear thing. And then what else do they keep scaring us about? The number one thing now, number one at the top of the list, climate change, man. Climate change is the new boogeyman, the one that, that everything is is connected to. It's the thing that we need to fear the most. I mean, it's so bad that uh, a, uh, a couple articles that I saw that they wrote, there's this one, <laughs> a climatarian. <laughs> That's a new term, a climatarian. What's a climatarian, you might ask, right? <laughs> You're like, hey, man, climatarian. It says why it matters. Food manufacturers, restaurants, and supermarkets are racing to cater to the zeal of lower carbon eating choices, which has people chewing plastic packages, ingredients flown in from afar, and foods that are environmentally damaging to produce. So they're basically saying, hey, you're killing the climate by eating, so we're going to give you certain types of food that are going to be beneficial to you. And beneficial to the climate because every time we send you or this is flown from here, you know, stop trying. It To me, it gets you back to that 15-minute city shit, you know, where it's like, hey, you don't need some, like, mangoes from, like, you know, South America. You don't need strawberries from California. You don't need, like, all these different produce and, and things that are a luxury, which is so ironic because they're telling us not to eat meat. But then they're also kind of saying, like, oh, you know, we get homegrown vegetables, you know, like, and make choices that are based on the carbon footprint 
Goes back to yeah, ESG, man. 15 minutes. And what is up with all these names, track. man? It's starting to look like pronouns, man. This is crazy. You got sustainitarians, climatarians, climavores, reducitarians, regenivores. Bro, yeah. and it's supposed to be these different ones are different things. They do different. It, some of them are just a hair meat. And then they get it from here or they're like, well, just vegetables, but we only get it locally grown. Some people are like, well, we will get it locally grown if it's not packaged in plastic, bro. It's so crazy. And it's like people are identifying by this yeah. goes back to that identity politics, man. Everything's some sort of identity now, man. Nobody can be themselves. Nobody's just like, hey, my name's Joel. No, they got a million. They got a. They, they got a million other things attached to yeah. that, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm a they them climatarian flexitarian bipoc. Uh, like man, it could go on forever. These people, like, if you ever seen it, Oof. I mean, I don't know how many people go on TikTok, but if you fall into one of those algorithms where someone's like, "Hi, my name is," and then literally it's two minutes of like telling you all these climate. Terry and da da, you're like Jesus Christ, man! Like, go fucking get some friends or something. You know what I mean? Go, go find, go have a beer, man. Like, that's what you need to do. You need to go, you need to relax, man, and go chill. Right? But, uh, they're crazy, man. You know, they're furries. You know, you got the furries all over the place too. It, it, it's all yeah. You're right. It's to identify as, so you're no longer yourself. It's now taking from your identity, just like we've said plenty of times, and I know other people, but they touch on how race sexuality no. and, and your gender that's not your identity your identity is who you are as a human being how you treat people what you're building but they want you not to think that way because they don't want you to be an individual they want you to be groupthink, hive mind where everybody's just like yeah no i totally wavelength. agree with you man it's it the climate stuff's just getting out of hand but it's only gonna grow it's only gonna get more and more they're trying to pack us into smaller areas keep us confined where we don't need anything from anywhere else. But all the while these elites will have access to all these things. They'll be having stuff flown in from all across the world. They'll be flying there while we exactly. can't go anywhere. Yeah. We got to stay home in our 15 minute city <laughs> and uh, charge our <laughs> Tesla that will only last so long, but uh Oh, it's really cold. So doesn't work that that's real convenient don't worry you can always order a uber or a lyft uh, a state-funded uber or lyft or get on a train and you they're, they're starting <laughs> to ramp up that whole train thing again where they're like come on man get on the train man train amtrak you know joe was joe biden was all babbling about some shit about that as well and they just got constant things like they have this the season reading fc kit now you may have noticed the kaleidoscope of color on the reading kit Reading being proactive in highlighting climate change. The kit this year includes what they call the Climate Stripes, designed by Ed Hawkins, who is the Professor of Climate Science at the University of Reading. Each of the stripes represents the average temperature for a single year, relative to the average temperature from 1850 all the way down to 2022. You may notice that the shades of blue at the top indicate cooler than average temperatures, while red towards the bottom, which is towards 2022 is where the years get hotter than average and if you couldn't tell that was a soccer match or like they say overseas football 
Like, so during a, a soccer match, they're like, oh, I just want to let you know we got this little climate chart thing. And, uh, uh, and, and how dumb are we? Like, yeah, I would assume that blue means cold and red means hot. But I think we kind of learned that in grade school. They're just putting it everywhere. You can't even get away from it. It's like everything that we try to do, they're going to constantly put it in our face. That's why I think climate... Uh, we were speaking before and we were saying like how, you know, everybody talks about the COVID hoax and like you were saying like, and I kind of agree with you. Uh, well, I do agree with you that it is that the real hoax. No, the real hoax is this climate bullshit where no, it's always the working class where they're like, you have to do something. I can do whatever I want as an elite elitist lizard person. I can pollute the environment as much as I want. I mean, there's huge factories, huge facilities that are leaking radioactive shit. Uh, you know, I mean, like have plastic particles everywhere. They're not being regulated. They're just going to get to pay it off and have maybe a little fine that keeps them good. But me and you, we're going to have our little carbon credits and be like, ooh, Joel, not today, man. I think you're going to have to stay inside today. Next week, man, you're, you're maxed out on your carbon because your butt cheeks were a little loose and you let a little, you know, a little, a little carbon out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh i thought what i took away from that too was really so just so people know that are listening if you're not a big soccer fan or a football fan uh a kit is a jersey is the, is their uniform so the uniforms were striped for the climate so these were climate change soccer uniforms that the players were pl wearing on the field like dude i'm telling you it's just not ending man it's like that whole craze that went down like two years ago when everybody had blm on all of their uh uniforms and jerseys even overseas where it wasn't even happening i'm like how is this going how but that's how you know that all this globalist stuff is connected they all talk to each other they're all connected with each other all these countries you think that are fighting each other they're not fighting each other that's all for optics that's all for us just to see and think there's big bad boogeyman's everywhere. We need to look out. Ah. Be careful. And also, I didn't know realize this. Jane Fonda broke us down with some real, you know, she's she, she's really fighting the system within and telling us what's really climate change is about. You can take anything, sexism, racism, misogyny, homophobia, whatever the war, and if you really get into it and study it and learn about it and the history of it and the Everything's connected. There'd be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism. Oh, there it is. There would be no... You damn racist. Look what you did. All these damn racists are the reason there's a climate problem. If we, if we could just eliminate all this racism, plan to be perfect, man. It would be fine. Like We would not have to worry about plastic, ingesting plastics or, or overpopulation or you know people dying because it's so hot. Just stop being racist. She's got the right idea, though. When I listened to her talk, because I, I listened to this uh, earlier, and I thought about something when she said everything's connected. I was like, has she been listening to Kill the Mockingbirds? Because we say everything's connected. She's just trying to connect it to the wrong shit. She's trying to connect it all to climate change. But it is all connected. Every single thing she's talking about, it's all connected. And it's coming from one place. And they're trying to suppress us. That's what they're doing, man. And this is exactly what's going on. And she's just letting you know. It's, it's almost like they're telling you behind this veil of climate change. But what they're not telling you is that, yeah, all these things are connected. All these things are going to control you. They do control you. We have you controlled. She's letting you know. Yeah, 100%. Because that's so ridiculous, man. It made me laugh so hard. 
when I heard her say that because I was like, really? She's like, sexism. Uh, you know, and she did the whole list of the isms of everything that's bad. And then just ended off, well, there wouldn't be a climate problem if it wasn't for racism. And you're like, what? That makes no zero sense. Because, like, then why are, like, people mining in Africa for lithium so that they can get batteries? Like, isn't that supposed to solve the climate problem? Like, this makes, oh, yeah, we need slave labor to get lithium to solve racism and climate change. So, man, it's just funny, like, these so-called activists that were from the 60s and 70s that were against the system. It's It just makes me laugh so hard to see, like, oh, you guys were fake the whole time. You just built this character uh, like we did on the last episode about, like, Pac a little bit. You know, it's the same thing. Like, they build these characters just so that people will follow them because they know the human psyche loves them some idols, man. A lot of these, you know, common lurkers love them some idols. You know, you could see it all over Twitter, man. All those little fan bases, like, Bieber people and Nicki Minaj people and Megan the Stallion. I remember when uh, Tory Lanez got locked up, you know, and they were like, yeah, that's what you get. Like, man, I don't know who these motherfuckers. I could care less. I care less what they fucking do. <laughs> now they're trying to, to stick on climate change a little bit. They want to ramp up. And they said, you know what? We need more climate change fighting technology. They need to fight this climate change with technology. Technology to remove the planet-warming greenhouse gas CO2 from our atmosphere must be urgently ramped up. That's according to leading climate experts in a new report. It does need some explanations, so let's take you to our environment correspondent, Jonah Fisher. Jonah, I thought the plan was that we were going to plant a lot more trees. That's what we needed to do to get rid of CO2 in our atmosphere. What are these scientists saying now? Well, what these scientists are saying is that can only be part of the solution, that the problem is so severe uh, that, and that even if we do manage to massively cut uh, the amount of carbon dioxide that we're putting into the atmosphere at the moment, that nature will not be enough uh, on its own to compensate. So at the moment we have trees, forests uh, absorbing carbon dioxide from the, from the atmosphere. Soil under the right conditions does the same thing too. But what these scientists are saying in their report is that technology, more technology will be needed uh, in the future to take more of that carbon dioxide out of the air. At the moment, these technologies are relatively new. Some are in the process of being deployed, but effectively what, the, what these scientists are saying is right now we need to be putting more money into developing these technologies because further down the line, 5, 10, 20 years down the line, we may well need them to get more carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and potentially even to try and help reduce uh, global temperatures uh, if they've continued to, if as Expected they continue to heat up at an alarming rate. What I heard from all that, we need more money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give us more money. That's what we need because that's why they rebranded climate change to climate change. Remember, it was global warming and 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 that was the thing. But then it kind of like blew up in their face because they're like, man, it's been kind of colder over here. And they're like, oh, oh no, oh, climate change. So you can have different weather patterns and then we're able to blame it on tornadoes and those bomb cyclones that are just coming out of everywhere now. You know what I mean? A bomb cyclone. They just love that little or uh, uh, what, they, what was the other one? They, the Armageddon ones. They love to use those analogies as well. Like, you know, Ice-mageddon. It, it's Snowmageddon. Like, you're like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, that's what I heard from it too, Sean. It's just money. They're just trying to find another way to line their money. Also, I think some of these scientists are, are legit. I think they're... It, they they only know what they know, right? They only know what they're taught, and a lot of them aren't part of or privy to this uh, uh, overarching 
control system, right? They don't really know. They're just in this cog and they're loving science and we're going to save the environment. But that's how you really get a good con going, right? You have the right people that believe in the con that are intelligent-ish, put the air quotes right there, that, you know, have a lot of education, but they don't have a lot of street smarts or they don't have a lot of uh, per, uh perception when they're looking at something right or discernment is a better word for it they don't have that when they're when they're looking at what's going on all they see is hey this is my job in this in this uh in this place like i've got this job and my job is to figure out this part of stopping climate change but they're not they're not sitting back looking at the whole thing like somebody that's running the system that's running the, the con game so you do have a lot of these people that are really pushing hard and they are getting a lot of subsidies from the government so it's helping them also be able to look into stuff they want to look into See, that's the thing that we don't talk about. A lot of these scientists do this just so they can get access to what they really want to study. Because the stuff they really want to study, the government wants them doing. They want them discovering stuff. They just don't want us knowing about it. Like once they discover it, once they figure it out, we're like, yeah, we gonna keep this over here. You know, just keep this under wraps. You know, the 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 average person doesn't need to know this. That's how they do it. This is. Yeah, they're trying to keep it off for the lizard people, man. We all know that, man. <laughs> These damn lizard people are so selfish. They want everything to themselves. And, you know, man, uh, you're right. Like, these scientists, like, and sometimes, uh, you know, not that it's not their fault, but, yeah, they're so blinded by whatever they're studying and they believe in it and they're passionate about it. And it's only one speck of what the whole climate change thing is, but they're only studying that. They're not looking at the right. bigger picture and what's actually going on. They're not investigating all of it and then when they do kind of want to question it they, they fall back because they know they're going to lose funding they're not going to be able to uh their little pet projects that they want to do and that, that they're really passionate about because a lot of these people because you got to remember especially when they're in government the government does not get the brightest people man they don't get the best and brightest those people go into the private uh, sector. Every it happens time. every time like all, all the best doctors where do they work private sector best lawyers private sector you know what i mean you, that's why public defenders and all that aren't all that great because most of them are not the top of their class the top of the class people have their own practice and they're smart enough to start their own thing it's just how yep. it goes totally agree with that there's a lot of other things you could do though joel like to save the planet you know what i mean like that's what we're here you know we're here to save the planet and luckily there's these people in this world that just bless us with some great content that just, you know, and great ideas to really do. Emma Thompson, she's a British actor. She she gives us a new approach to how we could find protein. You know what I mean? There's so many aspects that we could go down. And this is what she thinks, a new way that we could find a new source of protein. Hello, and welcome to the Extinction Rebellion Extreme Weather Warning. For those of you expecting a habitable future, we've got some pretty gloomy projections for you. Uh, climate crisis trends show an increased chance of warmer, wetter winters and hotter, drier summers, along with an increase in the frequency and intensity of extremes. Better wrap up warm, stockpile food, and remember that there's a surprising amount of protein in the average household pet. Looking ahead, we're on course to sell past our 1.5 degree centigrade target, putting us on track for long-lasting and irreversible change. So don't worry, you know, if you get hungry, 
because the the planet's warming up so much that it kills all the food. You could just eat your dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just eat your dog. No problem. Whatever pet you have, you got like yeah, pet whatever mice, you have. Just go get little five out of there and just go ahead and cook him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just maybe stockpile on pets. You know, just have a bunch of be a cat lady. You know what I mean? You have cats everywhere. You got dogs. You got a little fish. You're good. You're set to go. That's the new. But the best part is in a lot of these countries and even in the U.S., some of these pets are illegal to eat. So, like, what is she even talking about? Like, it's the most ridiculous shit, man. I swear. I swear, man, they do this just to fuck with us. I know they do. I know they do, Sean. There's no way that these... I know some of these people are stupid, but I know for a fact, when they're reading stuff off a teleprompter, or they got something written down there, reading off of, this is for a reason, man. They know when she said, eat your pet, how many people were gonna be like, are you shitting me? And how many people like you and me were gonna get on a podcast and be like, look at this dumb bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, seriously god yeah they want to get their message out they try to say something extreme uh you know like oh like just like with with the whole abortion stuff like people would be like oh do you want to abort a kid at five years old or ten years old and they say these extreme things because then you're right it, it, it keeps it into the ether it keeps people in their mindset of like oh man Maybe it is poor. I love my dog. And they, if you notice, even with COVID, they were doing this. They attack people's pets because, especially in America, people have come very attached to their pets, which I understand. Like, I mean, I've been there, too. You know, like, dog dies, man. It's part of your family. And so they'll be like, hey, man, but watch out, man. Your dog might have COVID, man. You know what I mean? Your dog might have COVID. So what you, he's giving you COVID, bro. Like, they're just going after the pets because they're like, then they know people are going to take it to take the vaccine or you're going to have to kill your dog. And they're like, okay, okay, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Because people aren't having kids, they're just having dogs. They're getting dogs and treating them like kids. Dude, there were idiots like putting masks on their dogs. I've seen it. I was in Philly. I saw it. I saw a lady walking her dog, and they both had masks on outside. I'm like, you shitting me right now, man? Now, granted, this was like right during the height of COVID, but like still, bro. Still! Like, what? Like, 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 what? <laughs> Like, dude, that's a level of dumbass that just, like is beyond. But see, man. these are people that vote. These are people that like literally <laughs> make decisions that change your life. Like, this is what we're talking about right now. Not that I think voting's real. You know, everybody that's been listening to this podcast long knows how I feel about that. I'm just saying, on a base level, these are people. That vote! That, that actually are allowed to go vote! It's just like, dude, I just can't... With some of these people, I just don't understand it. I don't understand how there's not one brain cell that works up there. Not one! Yeah, they don't even question it, really. They're just like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good choice. Let me put a mask on my dog. You know what I mean? Like, when their nose is so important. It's, it, that's baffling to me. Like, I, I didn't get to see that. I think that... I may have fell over laughing because I would be like, no fucking way, man. This can't be real. That's when you'd be like, maybe I am in a simulation at this point. And I'm in Sims and someone's playing this weird trick on me. And uh, they're just added a mask to their dog because there's no way that you could think that that was a healthy thing for your Bro, That was a wild trip, man. That was the first time that I linked up with Tony Merkel was when I went to Philly. And this was right around the height. Of COVID. This is in 2001, but we're talking like early 2001. So we're still pumping. You know what I mean? And uh, 
you know, it wasn't like mask everywhere, but like we're dude, we're in downtown Philly. So like Philly is super left, especially when you get into like the like city city area. So like the Airbnb I was staying at, I come walking out and I look and I swear every single window because these are all like apartments and like lofts and stuff had a BLM like sign in the window and these were every single one of them white people all of them i went all the way down bro i went three streets down and i'm looking i'm like what is going on then everybody had masks on outside jogging with masks on i'm like dude you know that's hurting you right now it's not actually helping you it's hurting your respiratory system but nobody has a brain cell left anymore it's just like I'm living in a fucking fantasy world, Sean. I don't know what's going on. And to like just a side note on the mask thing, <clears throat> I knew this from the get-go and a lot of other people knew probably as well, but we knew this was going to be a thing where it's going to psychologically damage, especially children. And what's happening is that people are having low self-esteem and it's shown that those people that have the lower self-esteem that feel they're ugly or are worried about like their looks that like people are going to think of them sort are wearing more masks. They're the ones that are covered up the most because they don't want people to see their face. And that that's the sad part. It's like you're not helping them as a human being. You're actually making it worse for them, which the lizard people don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying like that's why we like don't want you to wear a mask. First of all, it's not good for you. It's not healthy for you. It makes you sicker. That's why more people have caught in you know, the flu and all that after massive people been wearing these masks, it hasn't helped. If you notice the people that have got the most jabs and, and wear the mask the most have been sick more than anybody yeah. else. More deaths too, man. And that's it's a proven good. fact that more came out too. of VAERS yeah. that came out of the CDC. They can't even deny it anymore, man. This is all, this is all out there in the open at this point. If you want to see it, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that still, won't believe it because they're not going to, it's the cognitive dissonance. It's kicked into them. They're not going to, they're not going to take it on board that they could have been tricked that they could have been fooled. So they're just going to keep believing whatever until they kill themselves, man. I mean, you've, you've got people still getting boosters still like, Oh my God, man. I'm like six boosters. And I'm like, what is going on, man? I, how, one, how are you still alive? Like, I, I want to know, like, what, how are you still alive? Like, I don't even know how you could be, but I mean, you've got, you got guys coming out, man, doctors now that were on board originally, and now they're coming out now, and they're like, all these bodies are dropping, man, all this myocarditis, and they're seeing it, and they're coming out, and they're like, this this isn't right. You need to pull this stuff off the shelves, like, make it make a difference, but the government doesn't give a damn, man. It's, it's all about money. You know, I go with you on that baseline level of that, you know screw all the occult stuff and all that we won't get on that piece of it just down to the brass tax man it's about money and these guys are making a shit ton still off of this and speaking of them trying to make more money here's a little ad a pfizer advertisement have heart failure and still experience unresolved symptoms heart failure and seemingly unrelated symptoms like carpal tunnel syndrome shortness of breath irregular heartbeat and lower back pain could mean something more serious called ATTRCM, a rare underdiagnosed disease that worsens over time. So it's important to recognize the signs. Sound like you? Call your cardiologist and ask about ATTRCM. And don't worry though, Pfizer has a medication for this 
new uh, 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 ATTRCM. Like, you know what I mean? It's like this new thing that's happening to people. And they even make it seem like it's genetic, right? Like, they're like, yeah, man. So all of a sudden, like, we've been, you know, human beings for a long time. There's been all these studies. And then now all of a sudden there's like, hey, man, yeah, genetically, you might be more prone to have myocarditis. Like, they're trying to spin every... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Thing into their favor where they're like, yeah, you know, like, and basically what ATTR is, is just like a, it's basically myocarditis, like a form of like the swelling of the heart. And it's very hilarious to me, like not hilarious. Like, obviously I don't, I feel bad for people that got tricked into the situation and, and, and don't see what they did and, and what Pfizer's been doing. And they're just falling like, oh, yeah, there's this new thing. Like, the next thing we're going to hear that there's going to be a myocarditis virus. Like, hey, man, hopefully you don't get a myocarditis virus. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, when, ha- hey, you know, we've seen all these commercials of kids where they're like, oh, man, you know, it's so normal for a second grader to have a heart attack. And you're like, what? what? I'd never heard of that before. Like, you always thought of it like, you know, 40s and up or 50. Usually 50 would be the key. And usually, you know, you... It was red meat back in the days, but, you know, like, oh, if he eats too much of this and he eats too much of this, you know, smoke and this and that, you're more prone. At least that's believable. I could get that. You smoke, damage your body, obviously. But for a a first grader, and then they're like, yeah, it's normal, bro. Like, it happens all the time, man. Like, you remember? Like, when I, I don't know about you. I know for sure me, I never saw any of my classmates in grade school no uh, man not at all have a heart like, attack. uh did you dude not that you know if it, if it was something it was like cancer or something you know what i mean that you know you see people of all ages dying from but not not a heart attack man nobody, nobody's even heard of that also for anybody that's looking for this episode you won't have a problem finding it because i promise you spotify is going to have a nice little blue banner underneath this episode it's going to give you whatever information you'd like about covid19 because we've been talking about it all episode <laughs> oh yeah definitely <laughs> that's that's gonna happen for sure And why not roll another little ad? This one's another doozy that Pfizer rolled out. 
If this were the real COVID-19, I would be in real trouble because I have asthma. And I have depression. I have diabetes. And I struggle with my weight. For us, COVID is a whole different ballgame. In fact, you could be one of almost 200 million Americans with a high risk factor that makes COVID even riskier. Which is why you need to be ready and have a plan. Other risk factors, including heart disease or being inactive. Even being over 50 or being a smoker can put you at serious risk. Could that be you? Find out. Go to noplangood.com and know your risk factors. Then make a plan. Because if you get COVID on top of asthma, like I did, the last thing you want to do is wait and see. Be ready, have a plan. And ask your doctor about treatment options that may help. Have a plan. The best one for me, the kicker was the guy was like, I have depression. You're like, wait, what the fuck? One, the asthma, you kind of go, okay, that makes sense. Heart disease, okay. You're overweight. The guy's like, yeah, I'm just depressed as fuck. And they're like, oh my God, you're depressed. You might be getting COVID, man. You, you might want to make a plan. And the, the plan, I guess, is to go get boosted and, and all yeah. jabbed up with all Spotify kinds of fucking gonna shit. It's going to give us <laughs> two blue bears after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be a little confused though they're like i'm not sure if they're promoting it or they're against it I'll be like no it's a comedy we're just uh you know we're just uh making little jokes about it <laughs> we're listening to some cool little music like dun, 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 dun. get a plan get a plan dun, 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 dun. i know i love that shit but still the one that got me the most is the depression guy he's like i have depression you're like wait, wait what are we talking about now <laughs> Well, you know, they say it's like a disease, bro. They they tout it as a disease. And I'm like, look, man, I get it that there are people that are like clinically depressed to have issues. Maybe they need some medication. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lot less than what they're making it out to be, man, because everybody's got some sort of disorder, man. As a matter of fact, you know, I was talking to my son. He's in high school and he was like, yeah, it's like a cool thing for kids to tell you. Like what their thing is. Oh, I'm bipolar. I take this X medication. Oh, I'm this. I take this medication. Bro, it's like it's like a badge of honor or something. I'm like, it's all that TikTok, man, rotting their damn brains, man. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's like being a climatarian. You know what I mean? Like it's like another badge of honor. <laughs> and the thing that's crazy to me about it is like, yeah, there is depression, there is bipolar. And I get it that people may need medication, but to me personally, uh, and from my own standpoint, like being somebody that has dealt with issues like that, the medicine masks it. You know what I mean? You really have to be active just like anything. You want to build a, an empire. You want to be a great podcaster. You want to make it in music. You have to work at it just like that with your with any of these ailments that you may, you know, that may stem from trauma or the, if you don't deal with that past trauma. And you're still going to be depressed. I don't care how much medicine you take. Yo, and I'm going to spit off real quick, bro, on something you just said. And this is just for anybody that's listening, because Sean and I get a lot of requests from people of like, how you doing this? How are you successful with this? What's going on with this? I'm going to tell y'all right now, here's the secret sauce. Work! Fucking work! <laughs> like, Sean and I work our asses off, and we put so much effort into everything we do, whether it's social media, whether it's the podcast, whether it's music. 
whether it's documentary films that I'm a part of, whether it's any guest spots that we're on, we research, we put in effort, we we figure out what formula works for us. There's not a set formula. Let's just say that real clear. There's not a set formula. You can take pieces of other people's formulas, but that exact formula is not going to work for you. That's not how it works. And it's going to be a lot of trial and error and a lot of fucking failing. Like that's going to be part of it too, that you're going to fail all the time. You're going to have an emoticon of success out of all that failing. Now that success could be really big, but you're going to fail a lot. You can't give up either. That's the other part of it. So again, Got on my little soapbox real quick because Sean and I had been talking about this earlier today. And you just said that. It made me think because Sean and I get a lot of DMs, a lot of emails, and a lot of questions. Look, sometimes it's learning how to put out good content. You could be putting out a shit ton of content if it's not good and it's not connecting with people. You're wasting your time. That's all about the trial and error and finding out the formula that yeah, works for you. Yeah, and to like uh, piggyback off you real quick. I agree, <clears throat> not just like trial and error, but also not being afraid to fail because people don't realize like even like today I'm tired, like I'm sure you're tired. We work, we work regular jobs, man. We, we eventually we're trying to build our empire to not have to do that. Like, you know, what we would be passionate about, the things that make us that drive us. But also when those days that you're feeling bad and you're, you know, not feeling up to it, you still got to do it. You know what I mean? If you don't do it on those days that you're feeling the worst. That's the day you got to do it even more because when you set back, when you go, oh, you know what? I'm not feeling hot today. I'm not going to report record a podcast. I'm not going to write this poem or I'm not going to record my verse. Fill in the blank of whatever it may be. Then that's that's the time when you have to do it harder because you know that those moments are going to happen at any time in life. And that's when you got to do it. Right. Right. And it's important. I mean. Fortunate thing for you and me, it's like we have each other. So, you know, one's getting kind of down, the other one's grinding, you know, like not that we're never not both simultaneously grinding, but we have a good way of keeping each other accountable, which is good. I would say for somebody that doesn't have that, find you someone that can keep you accountable. That would be good for you to have, even if they're not involved with what you're doing, just somebody you can bounce ideas off of and, and talk to. Uh, I know I know some really good podcasters that are uh, solo, you know, some really good ones. Uh, Juan would be a really uh, good example of a solo podcaster, but you know what Juan does? Ask everybody questions, man. Always trying to learn, always trying to get better. That's why he's got a dope podcast. That's why he's fire. So that you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the thing. You're never settled with getting at a certain level. You're never, you never arrived. You're always creating. You're always evolving as an artist in whatever you do. You know, I consider podcasting an art. It's an art form. Not everybody can do it. No, or not everybody can do it well. That's like music, right? Yeah, everybody can do it, but not everybody can do it well. And and again, maybe you start out and you're not that great, but you got the drive and you're going to learn how to do it. Um, but again, there's no set formula. People come to us for formulas all the time, especially when it comes to like social media. Like, well, how are you doing this? Whatever. Like, bro, like it took a lot of failing. <laughs> and still to this day, we just throw shit to, to the wall and hopefully and it sticks. Now. We don't know. Like there's posts that sometimes blow right. up like where we're like, whoa, man, I didn't expect that. And we're just throwing shit at the wall that we, you know, that's in our wheelhouse that we feel is interesting or. Right. Yeah, that, that we, we already like. like. And we don't know if it's going to pop. We're like, you know, sometimes there's ones that we're like, man, this is like. 
this is my favorite post I put up and nobody likes it. You know what I mean? This- <laughs> Hell, there's podcast episodes that are like that where we'll do a podcast episode. I'm like, bro, this one's going to go. And then it's like our average, you know, listeners. And then like an episode that we do and I'm like, I loved it for me, but I don't know how it's going to connect with other people. And then it blows. Like, you just don't know, man. You don't know how people are going to connect with stuff. And that's why it's important to constantly evolve, constantly put out uh, good content. And if you find something that works, integrate that in. Make that a make that a normal part of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, people like a lot of the green screen reels that I do. So, I keep those going. I enjoy making them for one and two people connect with them. So that's, that's part of what we do now. So there's different things that you find that work and you just keep growing again. There's no set formula, man. You could sit there and look at how anybody that's ever done anything. Michael Jordan, Joe Rogan, um, Tom Brady, you could look at them and be like, oh, I'm going to do exactly like they did. That don't mean nothing. Well, plus, you're like, going to have to drink baby blood be and of you stuff like that so, and sacrifice somebody. So Correct. I don't know if you really want to go that You route. got that <laughs> part two. <laughs> but we'll, back to the schedule program. I'm going to go back with this because we were talking about a lot of the vaccines and stuff. And I think that uh, the vaccine thing's over, man. Mr. Uh, Bill, Dr. Bill Gates is back on the scene and he's got something to say about that. We think we can also have very early in an ep- and epidemic, a thing you can inhale uh, that will mean that you can't be infected, a, a blocker, an inhaled blocker. We also need to fix the three problems with vaccines. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. Uh, they're not broad. So when new variants come up, you lose protection. And they have very short duration, uh, particularly in the people who matter, which are old people. And every one of those things is, is fixable. Uh, in fact, doing that work is going to help vaccinology very, very broadly. So you heard it here first. He said all the vaccines right now are shit. They're shit. They're going to have a vaccine hailer. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, and not only that, though, Sean, he's basically saying this was all a test. Past few years, this was all them just testing stuff out. So whether you think that the vaccines are made a long time ago and they put them out whenever, it doesn't matter. They haven't been able to do any kind of testing on like a, a wide global scale with anything. They just did. Obama came out and said it like this is a he just told you again. So if you think you're not a test subject and you got jabbed up, well, you were. Yeah, it's fact. And, That's and, a fact. Well, I mean, it's a and fact. Technically, we were, too. Because we were just a placebo. You know what I mean? We were the ones yeah. that didn't take it. Yeah. We were the placebo. So that they well, could go, this is what these guys are doing. They also want to see how we, how our body, like they're, they're also testing people that didn't get vaccinated because they want to see a couple things, how their bodies reacted around people that are vaccinated, you know, all the shedding, all those other things that are going on. Also, how our bodies reacted to COVID, you know, how we handled whatever different variants or whatever they put out there how we handled it not being on any vaccines too. So there were so many different tests that were going on. It was a global test. It still is. It's still going on. But he just, you know, Bill Gates pulled his money. He's feeling pretty good about himself. You know, it'd be funny if we could actually get like a clip collage of when it started with him to where it is now and just see the absolute double talk coming out of his mouth to now. It's it's ludicrous. But you could literally do that to people that are jabbed up that believe in it and yeah, still 100%. not believe it. Like it's so and then, crazy. Like, with the, you know, whole Mark myocarditis and, and the MRNA vaccine. It says renowned. This isn't gateway pundit renowned MIT professor, 
and drug safety analyst specialist calls for immediate suspension of all mRNA COVID vaccines. Last Sunday night, Professor Levy from Massachusetts Institute of Technology warned about the risks associated with experimental mRNA COVID vaccines. Levy has been a faculty member at MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts since 2006. I have more than 30 years of experience as a practitioner and academic and using data and analytics to assess and manage risks, particularly in context of health systems, health policies, as well as management of safety and quality of manufacturing of biochemical drugs. Levy claims that neither government nor big pharma companies have been able to deliver their effective, uh, their efficiency claims. It can be recalled that Pfizer president of international developed markets, Jane Smalls, admitted that vaccines had never been tested on its ability to prevent transmission, contrary to what was previously advertised. So they 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 were saying first, remember, like you said, I, and I'm gonna try to dig up something like that, you know, like maybe for a future episode, just to remind us, because I think it's good to have little reminders every now and then. <clears throat> At first, you get the jab, can't get COVID. Then it was you get the jab. Well, you could get COVID, but you can't transmit it. Then it was, you could get the jab. You will get COVID and you can't transmit it, but you will not get really sick. Then it was like, okay, you will get all of that, but you won't die. And then it was just kind of left out because a lot of people were dying. And then now they're trying to come out with all these different things about myocarditis of where myocarditis is because the food we eat not saying that that and that's easy to believe because of all the gmos in our food you know what i mean you're like damn yeah that's all fucked up they, they keep getting these new excuses but nobody wants to like analyze it with how many people have died and and, and reported to var uh, vares database which people laugh at and they're like oh well people just wrote whatever you know what i'm saying but then when they say that they did good you know like hey you know the jab was good for me those are people also just saying their opinions of what happened to but we believe them but the people that said bad things in any other case like in uh the swine flu from the 70s i think like thousand or a couple thousand or less people got hurt like like they had not died like a couple people died but i'm talking about you know they had bad side effects from it they go yeah let's pull this there's more than that. There's like 10, 20 times more with this mRNA technology. And that doesn't mean every single person is going to die. It doesn't mean every it's going to affect everybody, but it's going to affect a lot of people. And that's the thing that's fucked, that sucks too, is that people are like, well, I got it. Nothing happened to me. Well, what? My brother can't take penicillin. I could take penicillin. So how are you going to say that, oh, mRNA worked for me? Well, it might not work for the next person. And we should listen to the people that are like, hey, this killed my such and such, fill in the blank. And we're constantly, and I, I don't like to see them too much. I get why people do it. But there's these pages dedicated to showing people that had took the vaccine and then not too long after passed away. I hate it because it's real morbid for me and I, I try to think the positive spin of it. But it's true, man. There's a lot of people and nobody wants to look into it because they're so putting the blinders on and it works. Believe the state. Fauci's our guy, you know what I mean? What, that little troll wouldn't tell us, you know, he wouldn't lead us wrong, man. That's our boy, man. Fauci, he's a god. Three blue banners from Spotify on this episode. You will have any problem fighting it. COVID, COVID, <laughs> COVID. Strike three. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's it, it's good to touch back on that. And I think that we will, like you said, like like I was saying earlier, like we sh we should revisit it. You know what I mean? Definitely revisit it down the road, just so people 
I think I am going to get some clips together, like of like montages of like how they change, right? Their tone changed through the whole time. Cause that's what they do to us. They try to tell us one thing and they think we're going to forget. And we're like, Hey man, we live in the age of technology now, man. We have it all recorded. This is not the forties and the thirties where you could say whatever you want. And then we're kind of like, did they say that? I'm not sure. And then you could be tricked. No, we have you saying it. And it is what it is, man. Fuck them. I'm not down with mRNA. And if you took it because you thought it was the best thing for you, I get it. But by now, you should realize that there is a lot of problems with it. And that's fact. No, I totally agree, man. I mean, it's it's been proven. This is coming out of their mouths, too. This is mainstream media coming out, seeing it now. I mean, they're just finding new ways of trying to, like, schmooze you and make you feel okay about it. But they're still telling you that, well, you could die. You could take this and die. But you're safer. <laughs> it could be worse. I hate when they, I like when they say that. Like, they're like, well, it could be worse. You're like, well, they died. So I don't really like, is it like I wouldn't go to heaven? You know, they're like, you could go to hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, they're really playing those little mind tricks. Like, it could be worse. You're like, I don't know, man. It's pretty bad. He's dead. They're like, well, yeah, worse. So there's a lot of shit going on with all like we were talking about cloning earlier. Right. Uh, you sent me this article, man. I don't know if you got it pulled up. But this was interesting to me, too, man. It says startup shocked when 4chan immediately abuses its voice cloning AI. The clip, the clip run the garment from harmless to violent to transphobic to homophobic to racist. Bro, this was awesome when I ran across it. There was a bunch of articles coming out. The one I pulled was from Futurism, and it is it's it's actually hilarious because they're really serious on this. <laughs> It says one of the ones that was like, this is terrible. Like they're bringing all this stuff in here, all this AI technology are trying to take us over. Now, this is one that was advocating for it. And it was basically so this AI technology, I guess it's going to be used to for stories. So, you know, if you do. That's uh, a good word for it. Um, like. Audio books with different actors, you could do it easily with this AI, AI technology and it'll mimic, which is really scary. It'll mimic celebrities and mimic people that, you know, so what people were doing, you know, those four, them four chairs, them two anons, boy, they get, they get crazy. They had like Emma Watson, like reading sections of like Hitler's mind comp. They had like Ben Shapiro, make racist remarks about AOC. They had like, they had, this is even crazier. They had like some sort of like synthesized fictional voice saying trans rights or human rights while there was like sounds like they were being strangled. I mean, four channels, they go to the absolute next level. Cause it's like one of the like last hidden, like, like dark crevices that you're not going all the way, uh, dark web. Right. It's like one of the last like little ones. Yeah. And, borderline. You're like on the border right, right. there. <laughs> and so they were going nuts. So 11 labs is the one that put out the, uh, the AI, the, the bot. Right. And they're actually, and I wonder if they're doing it on purpose for this reason, because I read what they ended up having to do, they're going to ask for verifications now to use the app. 
it's going to be they call them like they're going to tighten the guardrails uh, for like paint. They're going to want your payment info or even full ID verification. And they're even talking about uh, doing like a uh, manual verifying each cloning request. So they're already saying that they can track you back to where you made it anyway so if people are making all of these racist and homophobic things they're going to track it back to you anyway i almost wonder if they put it out there on purpose to get this kind of thing going so it's another way to corral people that would push back against the system because you know a lot of those four channers as incel as they are they're very against the system um is brain you know a lot of them are pretty brainwashed because they they still fall for the system with their or misguided as misguided. well I would say like there a lot you go like they, they they might have the right like you know idea on things of like and so, like you said a lot of them are just like maybe not they just say they may be against the system a little bit and a lot of them are just trolls, trolls too you know, yeah. there's a lot of trolling the internet trolling is you know something that's more new age of the internet but for sure like yeah there there is some people that actually really give a shit that like think they're fighting the system that way right and I do think that this was just another test, right? This was another one of those. They knew it would probably go south, but they put it out there because it was a beta test anyway. It wasn't even the full product. It was a beta test. They see what happened. So now they're going to like, okay, this is what we need to do with it. Again, just like the vaccines, like it's a test. I'm going to put it out here in space. We're going to see how things operate. Now we know how we need to react going forward. Because I always said when COVID came out and all the vaccines and the masks and everything else, I always said this was just like the first phase. This wasn't the final form. You know what I mean? This is far from the final form of what they have planned. This was more of a let's see how many people will fall for this let's see how many people will push back now we know what we need to do next time and to stick on to a little bit of the ai ish and the futuristic you know like uh dystopia <laughs> that like a lot of stuff is building let's go to the wef man we haven't touched on the world economic forum well there's nita faharan faharani uh i'm probably butchering her name but who cares she's a dumb bitch anyways we don't like her She's talking about like, you know, this is her quote. She says, what you think, what you feel, it's all just data. Data that is large patterns can be decoded using artificial intelligence. Well, here's one of the clips of her at the World Economic Forum explaining some new headband technology. We're not talking about implanted devices of the future. I'm talking about wearable devices that are like Fitbits for your brain. It used to be that there was very little we could tell from EEG activity. But already, using consumer wearable devices, these are headbands, uh, hats that have sensors that can pick up your brainwave activity, earbuds, headphones, tiny tattoos that you can wear behind your ear. We can pick up emotional states like, are you happy or sad or angry? We can pick up and decode faces that you're seeing in your mind. Simple shapes, numbers, your PIN number to your bank account. Oh, now they want to steal my... Why would you want to take my PIN number? You guys are already trying to wipe out <laughs> all my bank accounts with um, with this cryptocurrency. Not a cryptocurrency, but the government cryptocurrency. And I'm going to put it one step further. This is the, the, the last clip from her. Surveillance of the human brain can be powerful, helpful, useful, transform the workplace and make our lives better. It also has a dystopian possibility of being used to exploit and bring to the surface 
our most secret self. It threatens fundamentally what our own self-identity is in some ways and threatens to become a tool of oppression. They're telling you, like you say all the time, man, they're just... She's just literally telling us, like, it's not even a, a, a like, hey, this this is what's going to happen. And they try to, you know, disguise it a little bit like, yeah, it could be used for that. You know, we're not doing that, but it could be, I guess, you know, if the wrong person, Trump, gets in office or something, you know, he might do that. You know, like he could use it. But again, uh, they're using other technologies that we've said before. I know we talk a lot about the Neuralink, which uh, who knows? Some It's kind of looking a little psyopish. When we think about that, because, you know, it's scary to like, oh, we don't want something shoved in our head. Now they're going back and pedaling back and like, no, no, man, it's a hat, man. You know, you got a Fitbit already. You have a Fitbit. I just heard like there was like, you know, there was some guy that got he I guess he murdered his wife and they caught him because of his Fitbit. He said he was at the gym at the time she died. And then they tracked where his Fitbit was and they noticed that his Fitbit at this time that he said he was at the gym. It was at his house. All of these things are made to, to, to really try to use us is what these people want to do is get our data. That Everything is data to them. We're just another piece of data. They want to know your emotions. What makes you happy? What makes you sad? They could sell it to advertisers. They could sell it to these big corporations. Hey, this is how you market towards Joel. This is how you market towards Sean. This is the way we go, man. Look, this makes him angry. This makes him happy. This is how we pluck on those emotional strings. This is how we feed them propaganda. This is how they'll react to it. And that, to me, is the beta test that they're constantly trying to do. And you can catch this article. Uh, it's a whole article about it and has, you know, some of these clips. I posted already on the Kill the Mockingbirds Telegram because if you know, that's really where we go a little bit more hardcore because uh, for now, that's the safe haven. I mean, I'm sure eventually they'll tighten it up over there. But for right now, if you want to see stuff about vaccines and all that, we only post it there because obviously on Instagram, we're going to get nuked, which we've found out. Uh, <laughs> firsthand that if you say certain shit, they're gonna they're gonna nuke you real quick. So, what do you think about this whole new technology? That not just the AI. I mean, I I do feel like some of the AI is exaggerated, but this what she's talking about sounds more realistic that can be imp implemented very soon. Well, first she's definitely Yuval's protege. You can hear that out of her mouth. You know what I mean? She's probably spawned from one of his microchips that he shot shot out of his robot dick so that for sure happened um yeah you know i do agree with you though i like the idea that the the other stuff was a psyop that the elon brain chip was the psyop because I feel like that's what they do, right? They go so far, get everybody worked up, but then they're like, no, 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 but we got this thing right here. It's not in your head. It's just like connected. It's just like a Fitbit. You just like put it behind your ear and it like connects your brain waves and you can actually like talk to it through your brain. It'll open up the door of your house. It'll like start your car for you. Like you could have it hooked up to yourself all the time. Then what happens? Then the goalpost gets moved. Goalpost gets moved for, you know, then you are putting a chip in your head because you got so comfortable with all the other stuff. But if anybody wants to know anything about chips, they're already doing them overseas. They've been doing it in people's hands for what? Three years now. So four years now. Oh, I think Olivia Lauder with uh, the, in Sweden, yeah. man, it's Sweden's been like been a, a little while. bit longer than that. Like, 
Yeah, they they're like one of the they're really the testing grounds for yeah, a lot of it's that. It's been stuff. happening. I just think people think I just don't think people pay attention to what's going on overseas too much. And I and honestly, it's not their fault because it's hard to keep up what's going overseas because they keep everything kind of blocked out, you know, in your in your zone, right? So that's why we always think there's these big bad boogeymen and all these other places because that's what they're telling us. But if you think about it, in these other countries, they're saying the same thing about us. They're they're saying the same thing about other countries to them. So they're keeping us in fear in these you know fear boxes where you know nephilim and and lizard people can suck all your louche away and, and feel good about themselves. They're sucking your louche. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Then there's people that are watching Fox News that are like, oh, my God, the border is collapsing and they're coming in here. They're going to kill us. And then you go on CNN. They're like, the Trumpians, the MAGA crowd is going to kill us all with their racist ideology and their Hitler. And it's like, that's all you're seeing. So you're fearing and fighting amongst each other. It's just so funny. I, I think I seen you post a meme earlier on the story, and it was, I was cracking up because it's true. You got the one that's like, everything's racist, everything's misogynistic, everything's transphobic, and then the other side is like, everything's socialist, everything's <laughs> communist. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they're not, they're all, and they're fighting against each other, the working class, and they don't realize that they're dividing each other, and they're playing a part of the game with a, a conquering divide. They're, they're just a pawn. They're these useful idiots. Yeah, man. It, it's... It's sad, really. I mean, I'm hoping that on our journey, you know, that we can strengthen the people that are pushing back against the system, because I feel like that's who's really listening to us. But I'm hoping there's people that get woke up along the way, too, man. Um, I don't know if I don't know if my job in life is to wake people up. You know, I thought originally maybe that was it, but I don't think so. I think it's more of solidifying people that are thinking outside of the box and maybe make them think a little deeper. And then maybe as it grows, other people start latching on. People start waking up, man. You start building more of a movement. And I think that's what we're all trying to do here. I think ultimately we want people to be themselves and do what they want to do, man. Listen, I don't have a problem with people being transgender. I don't have a problem with people being gay. I don't have a problem with any of this stuff, man. Like I really don't. What I do have a problem with is ideologies being pushed on people, especially kids. That's when I have a big issue with it. Uh, if you want to be 18 years old, you want to chop your dick off or whatever, bro, you're 18. Do what you want to do. You're an adult. You're, you are an adult. Go do what you're going to do. You know what I mean? And if that's what makes you feel like you, I don't have a problem with it, man. I don't have to necessarily agree with it, but at the same time, like do what you want to do. Like, I'm not going to hate you. Matter of fact, I'll treat you with respect. I think that's the, that's the, I think that's what's lost. Right. I think when people also push, that's something that you and I preach, right? When we're pushing back against the system, we also need love and compassion. We also need to be able to take on board forgiveness as well, just because you felt like you were wrong during this COVID time and people treated you a certain way doesn't mean that you have to act like them now. And there's a lot of people out there that are doing that, man. And I don't have a lot of respect for those people because you're doing exactly what they did to you. Be the bigger person. Be something that they're not. And in doing that, maybe you help wake them up. Maybe you help connect to them in a certain way. I don't know, bro. That's how I'm trying to live life. I'm trying to love people. And and hopefully people see that from us. I know we yell and scream a lot, but it's all love, baby. Yeah, it's all love. And if you have that negative energy, we're probably not going to be around <laughs> you, but we still don't have no hate for you. You know what I mean? We're not going to allow that negative energy to take us down. 
But it's funny you say that because before uh, we got on the show, I was just flipping through the news like I do, try to see what's going on. Of course, you know, the new balloon boys, everywhere, <laughs> that's the, the hot topic. But I heard uh, uh, it was Fox. I don't I'm, I think it was the five right on Fox. And uh, it was Greg Gutfield, who I think is lame as fuck, who I think is not funny at all. I think he steals material from everybody, but that's beside the point. Uh, he was talking about it and they were all agreeing with him. Like he's like, hey, man. Well, the left did this to us. I think we need to double down and we need to do that to them. You know, we need to show them, give them a little taste of their own medicine. And that's not what we need to do, man. It's not helping. You're just reinforcing that divide. So all these guys on those those talking heads that you see on CNN, because, you know, I've seen a lot of people during COVID and stuff, especially in the truther movement, uh, conspiracy movement, whatever you want to call it. They were always railing against CNN. But the, the people that have been around for a long time were like, yeah, CNN's shit, too. But also, don't forget about Fox News. Like they're they're not any better. You know what I mean? And and people can't always see that. They get stuck, and then they're like, "Oh, they're they're our side. They're people on our side." People need to understand something too about these talking heads. Their their entertainment, like their job, is to create controversy for entertainment. Um, it's like Howard Stern when he first came out. Like he was entertainment because he was so far out there he would push all the buttons and nobody else was pushing he was doing stuff other people weren't doing that's what these talking heads do too on both sides like they say what they can to get their side solidified but then piss off the other side it, it they they do it on purpose half the time they probably don't even believe what they're doing man they're just doing it to get ratings it's all about ratings how high can i get my ratings this week what do i need to do to push ratings it's not really about what you believe in on their personal level paycheck you know what i mean on a, on a personal level, the, the, like the the talking head on their, not the network side of it, but them just personally, they're like, well, shit, I ain't trying to lose my job. I'm going to say some crazy shit that's going to be part of this narrative because that's not going to work, man. We continuously do it. And I hope that people don't. Like, that's why I think we try to connect everything on this show. That's why we talk about from cryptids to, you know, paranormal experiences to what's going on into the news. Some of this AI shit some of this COVID bullshit, this climate bullshit. And then we go into like actual conspiracies that we, you know, we lay out, you know what I'm saying? Cause especially one of our staples that's going to be forever is going to be breaking down these idols, whether that may be a news host, whether it's a, a these anchors, a, a musician, an actor, so on and so forth. Any politicians, anybody that people are idolizing, that's obviously the wrong way to go, man. And that's what the problem, in my opinion, that happens a lot is people are like, stuck on these idols so they just believe whatever they say and they think that they're trying to lead them down the right path and they're not they don't care whatever happens to you because they're in their ivory towers seeing everything burn and they're like well fuck it i'm good i got my baby's blood in in my cup you know what i'm saying so i'm a here's cheers to you you know what i mean here's cheers to you hillary clinton like we say it's all behind the scenes you know they're all friends i mean look at like tucker we said it before too tucker's good friends of fucking uh Hunter biden they're texting back and forth like yeah i'll get your kid into school like it's it, it's wild bro that's proven that was on the laptop that got pulled out like they we already know that he was trying to get his son into uh, one of the prep schools. So there's that. It shows you that they're all on the, all on the same side. This is the last clip I'm going to end off, and I thought it was pretty funny because, you know, <laughs> all the way that people want to always talk about these new sustainable foods, whether it be plant-based or lab-grown meat. I mean, we've talked about that a lot. But what about making plastic edible again? You've heard of plant-based protein powder, but what if the next alternative was made out of plastic? There's new research that could make it a reality. All right, Stacey Zellcat talked to a scientist about the process that could help fight hunger and pollution. 
Food shortages are worsening around the world, and the plastic pollution crisis continues to intensify. What if there was one solution to both of these problems? A Michigan scientist thinks there could be. What we're trying to do is to use microbes to take plastic and other inedible plant material and turn that into something that's nutritious. The idea is to turn components of plastic into protein and other nutrients like fats and sugars. <laughs> Just eat your plastic, man. Don't worry about it, man. Just <laughs> get your uh, protein from plastic. <laughs> What's well, funny, too. Well, the part I got from it, too, is world hunger. We're trying to save world hunger. And it's like, well, first off, you said we were overpopulated. So... What are you talking about there? Number two, you're burning down all the plants everywhere with every, all the chickens and everything else. All these cows dropping everywhere. And you're talking about feeding people. You're the one killing off all they the food. They want you to eat plastic and die, crazy, man. They man. want you I to just, eat the plastic and die. Uh, They're like, you're already ingesting a credit card size of plastic every year because they've done a study that like, you know, every human like these little uh, uh, little plastic particles that are in the air. They say average human swallows like a credit card size of plastic. They're like, well, then why not just eat a little bit more? Like, I feel like they're just telling you. And then someone's be like, you know what? I'll eat plastic. You know, there's someone that listened to that report and was like, oh, all right. And they got, they just started eating some fucking saran wrap. And they're like, I'm good, bro. I'm feeling, I'm feeling full. And actually it was pretty tasty. I put some, put some, uh, tapatio on that, you know, little spices on that seasonings. <laughs> Tastes good, man. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen that uh clip i can't i can't remember if it's in uh korea or i think it is korea they're they're uh putting plastic through this like grinder into small little pellets like rice and they're bagging it up and they're selling it as rice i i, I remember there that? was that that thing for a while remember like probably like four or five years ago where people were finding plastic in their rice i do remember that but i, I didn't hear that part this is full all on. All plastic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I don't know. yeah, all plastic. I've watched the whole process where they send it through the machine and they start bagging it up at the end. It, but it looks just like rice, but it's plastic. Oh, my God. It's it's crazy, bro. Yeah, they're already doing so it. So are they going to have me, like, go with my nephew? He has, like, one of those little fake grocery stores. Am I going to just start eating the, the plastic broccoli? Like, I thought we were just pretending. Now it's just going to be a natural thing. Be like, oh, no, this is good, man. It's an apple. Oh, is it? It's so good. It's Don't apple. worry if it's just toxic on it, man. It's good for you. Protein. Man, people are nuts, though, man. But that's why I think sometimes it's fun. You know, we try to have fun. It lightened it up, man. Because we're not going to ever let them kill our spirits. And I don't think that you should let them kill your spirits. Because we don't put this stuff out there to scare you, fear monger you. We put it on to laugh at them. Because that's what you need to do. Laugh at these idiots that are telling us stupid things that make no sense. Like you said, they're killing off that the, the food supply. Well, guess what we're going to have to do? We're going to go have to find our own little food supply. And you know what? This egg thing is getting a little crazy. You know, no, I, they don't even want us to eat eggs. And, and so made a good point because, you know, the the whole chicken thing, the chicken price had went up and then that's kind of like, you know, falling off. And now people are like, wait a second. So now we're at an egg shortage, but we're not at a chicken shortage. So which is it, man? Like, are the chickens just like, are they non-binary and they're not sleeping together anymore? And <laughs> no more <laughs> eggs are being produced? Well, it doesn't make any sense because when the plants go down, it's the chickens that die. Like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of chickens are dying. That's why you can't get the eggs. So yeah, chickens are dying. 
So I'm a guess. I guess what they would say is, "Oh, those chickens were not to eat. Those chickens were just to produce eggs. The chickens, the chickens that you want to eat, though, we're we're making over here in these plants. They're okay, though." And then the next thing we're gonna know, <laughs> we're gonna be like, "Man, I'm eating this chicken. It tastes a little bit weird." And they'll be like, "Well, that's lab grown." <laughs> that's what I think. I think they're gonna start like. <laughs> Easily slip it into the grocery stores. I, I think that's going to happen very soon. Bro, I've been watching those. I've been watching uh, some documentaries on some of that stuff, man, where they make the 3D uh, steaks, man. They look just like steak. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And they're and they're already doing it for restaurants. They're oh, yeah. They're in restaurants now. Oh, right now. Yeah, they're they're doing that shit. Like, that's like, and and, and people don't know. And, and a lot of times people don't read the ingredients or where it was made or, you know, they might, they're going to soon, you're soon going to be seeing things like, this is 50% chicken and 50% blah, 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 a list of ingredients of like where they're just going to mash it together and slowly integrate it. That's why we had that whole episode where we were talking about, hey, man, don't worry about the bugs. You need to worry about this lab grown meat, man. The, the bugs are whatever, man. Like, yeah, I get it. That's a that's another one. Like we said with the Neuralink, it's like, let's push this extreme onto people so they'll accept the middle ground. You know what I mean? Let's push them so far right. that they're going to come back. And let me just tell you. Go find you a fucking farmer. You know what I mean? Go find you something that can, you could buy no, half a cow, sure. quarter a cow, full cow, depending on what your price range is. Yeah, that's a smart way to go, man. And I want to say this too. Please, please, Jen Saki, don't not talk to me now that I've got six blue banners from Spotify for talking about COVID for an entire episode. Jen, don't don't treat me like that. Don't. You know she's been talking to me a little bit, Sean. I, I heard, man. I heard there's a, a little bit. The communication lines have been open. It it has been open. She's open to the idea of pure ginger nuffling children with me. So that that is an attractive thing because there's not a lot of us left out there. And I think uh, what helped a lot is that change.org, man. So if we could get more signatures and she sees the hard work you're putting in to really bring her back, I think that, in my opinion, if more people could sign up for the change.org, I really feel that you could really develop this relationship that you're so hardworking for, man. I've seen you, you know, put in the time and the effort. Just go help it out, man. Go to change.org. Leave a comment. I just need other people's help. You know what I mean? I need I need our followers, our fans to go to bring back Saki Bomb at change.org. Just understand that you're putting like the perfect race together. Like the race that'll bring you into the new age. I ain't here to lead y'all wrong either. I'm here to lead you in the right way. And you know where you can find us, as always. Kill the Mockingbirds podcast on Instagram. Kill the Mockingbirds on Telegram. All of your streaming platforming sites. And don't forget, if you're on Apple, leave us a five-star review. Drop some good knowledge. Keep those butt cheeks tight. Follow Sean Chris and Joel Thomas on all music streaming platforms. Or go to Instagram at Vancessa Music or at Sean Chris Music. And uh, I don't know how we should leave here. I was thinking personally, I was gonna, I was digging into the vault. And I was thinking one of my favorite songs, I was thinking we should go with that razor blade, man. We haven't played that. I don't think we played that on here yet, man. I think we should just drop them with a little razor blade. What you think? Let's do it. Let's give them razor blade. And you know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Brat, brat, bird killers.
colorful brain cell left around me. They ain't calm as media is anecdotal. If you ain't noticed, I ain't picking sides. I'm like the soaker woo. There's levels to it like pagodas woo. Why there wasn't mandates on Ebola woo. Following the president, can't tie his shoelace. Just a puppet dancing faker than the moon racing 69. Ooh. Trying to piece it all together like a haiku. Chained up like Anderson Cooper in a white pool. Government overreach like a typhoon. Like they stepping on your white shoes. Hey, step back. I'm staying indie. Labels ain't gonna sign me. I'm popping like my blicky. Vatican putting out pedos like they're fucking Disney. All this info I'm serving up on the plate. They should tip me. Raise a blade to my soul. I can't hold all the way. And I know when I'm gone more than they can roll me back to the glitch where I came from. Came from. Raise a blade to my soul. I can't hold. all ducking and covering pimps in the media steady dividers they call it race hustling cry baby van jones swimming in money oh how suffering in my career with the things that i say before it starts bubbling missiles will hit you closer than the one at the pentagon many sides of the stories they give us it looks like a hexagon i don't need teflon i don't do jabs but my soul is like captain america's skin after they shot him up Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.